0: Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast. This is a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. So, should you feel inclined, you can follow along on social media, the, um, Twitter and Instagram at Rick Beta. That's R I C K B A T A. Or you can also email the show, nomongo Podcast at gmail.com. So, looking forward to hear from you and your thoughts. Let's do this. Okay. So last week, Skate Mafia released, it was a 27-minute quote-unquote promo video. I was thinking, you know, I guess because, you know, they've released videos in the past that were like, what, 50 minutes long, 60 minutes long. So they've, they've had their lengthy videos, so they decided, they figured, might as well just title this a promo video but however that meant though what that meant was that there are more shared parts there's more montages or montages or however you want to call it and less individual parts and namely uh Wes Kramer. So I was I was hoping to see more of him but we got to see plenty of that. So so there's that. But (laughs) oh boy, I mean or immediately laughing checking my notes here. That opening image it had the dude if you haven't seen it yet you might want to check it out so you know what I'm talking about. But it had the dude on the electric scooter. (laughs) and and it was kind of a foreshadowing of what was to come and I'll fill you in more on that later, but he was getting called out for wearing a thrasher shirt and it was under like a jacket. So, I mean, but we all know, right? We know we could spot those a a mile away. Like that person's wearing a thrasher shirt. So he got called out for wearing a thrasher shirt, right in a scooter. And you can tell by his non answer that even he didn't know why he was wearing it. (laughs) You know, you just kind of like, it was silence, like quiet, And I—I mean, I don't want to tell kids to lie, but sometimes you have to lie, right? So in the future, I'm talking to you now, kid on a scooter and rocking the Thrasher tee. Just say your board got stolen, or you're—you know—nursing like a nasty ankle or knee injury, fake limping, or the cops took your board. You know, something, anything. Just say anything is—is what I'm saying. Anything is better than nothing in that situation. <laughs> so any, actually any kids, if you're listening to this and maybe you don't skate and you're on a scooter and you get called out, just lie. It's fine. I'm going to allow it. It's just, you're going to look, it looks better than just uh, uh, doing what he did. Like, uh, 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 you know, I'm just looking out for you. <laughs> oh, so that was fun. I was like, oh boy, I kind of sets the pace, sets the tone. I'm like, all right, I'm leaning in now. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So. Oh, and then real quick too, maybe Wes had it right all along as well, right? Because I even questioned whether or not, you know, I'm looking at it right now to my left here, that a smartphone in my pocket is worth it. So right at 38 seconds in, check out that phone. Due to saving at least, what, a grand a year and probably service, phone upgrades, maybe even more $1,500 a year by just rocking that phone. It's just something to think about. Maybe we've got it all wrong. Dumb phones are, are the future. You know, exclamation point, question mark. You know, Who knows? Anyways, I just had to point those two out. Those are very critical, non-skate related, but they stood out for me. Stood out to me. But I love the clips of, you know, Brandon Turner's early days. You know, if you read the Thrasher Mag, it was, what, two months back or whatever, the interview with him. You know, his journey from prison and back. I mean... They even showcased his ankle bracelet. I mean, dude has been literally to hell and back. And it's always nice to see someone, you know, turn their life around. And he's done just that, you know, because too many times it could go way extreme to the other way and not make a return. So he's killing it. Straight up killing it. So it was good to see that. And it was to just go back and, I mean, that switch drop in. You know, they showed the bail at first, and he got wrecked at first, right? And it looked like he even bounced his head off the ground, too. So I was like, And he went back. He had the mask on. Nailed it. That spot, I mean, I have to see it in person, and I know video and pictures don't do it justice. But to do it, switch. You know, and I was watching the traffic lights, so he did it. Obviously, it was a red light for that direction. You know, you don't want to go barreling into traffic, but, you know, he timed it right. Whew. I'm just, yeah, I'm wiping my hands on my shorts. Very sweaty palm uh, inducing trick there. So, but, and also, speaking of, another one. Right about five minutes and five seconds in, it was a tray flip front hand roast beef. I had to write that down, make sure I didn't mess that one up because that's a mouthful. (laughs) Tray flip front hand roast beef or you could say a 360 flip front hand roast beef either way it's a mouthful and i loved it just try that without a flip a front hand roast beef it's an awkward trick because you're i mean basically you have to shift your weight a little bit more forward to lean down right because you're going in between your legs it's awkward as it is without a, a tray flip involved so that was so good And also, too, if you've been tuning in for a while, you know I have zero tricks on my illegal list. I don't have an illegal list, right? I would just say just don't push Mongo to your best ability. I understand people. That's all they can do. That's all they learn. Fine. Whatever. But I do love the Switch Benihana about 5 minutes 32. The pick does it more justice this time around for me, I think. Because I remember seeing it thrash. I'm like, that's nice. Very nice. I can't wait to see the video, see it in action in a video. But seeing it in action didn't do it for me. It just, I was like, oh man, it was still very awesome. Awesome, don't get me wrong. But I just had to note that it just was not the same. You know, I do, I bet it was a fun trick to land and to pull off, but I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it. Just think about that. You're going switch. And a Benihana, like, it, there's so much that you need to rewire your brain to make that happen. And over a fire hydrant, you know, come on. But, yeah, I like the pick better, just, just my personal taste. Let me know yours if you hate that trick and don't even want to see it anyway, and it's illegal. I get that, but, yeah, I don't know. I think a regular Benihana over that is going to look much better, you know, but, you know, whatever. And how about that back, it was a back 180 kickflip melon grab down like, it was like that mega five step. You know who I instantly thought of after seeing that? Yep, Matt Hensley. That, I mean, that was huge. And I'm so glad they showed two angles for that one. So if you pause it at six minutes and 11 seconds, look at that. Just look at how blind he is to the landing point, but he was locked in, he's grabbed, he was all good, just had to float it out, had the right speed. But yeah, I was thinking of Hensley on that because I remember that was a trick that I, I never could uh, conquer. Like it just, or if I did, it was a, it was like a, it wasn't a grab, it was a tap, and it wasn't a complete 180, you know? So those are so tough. And then doing that down a big five set like that, it's crazy. Oh, also, pause it at six minutes and 34 seconds. Are those Mafia M's I'm looking at? I see you guys working. I, I, very subtle very well done mafia m's i i know i'm not reading too much into it those are mafia skate mafia m's don't tell me i'm wrong pause it check it out you'll see what i mean and i love (laughs) to i love to seeing all the stoke though right after all that all the hugs the high fives the the missed fist bumps (laughs) all those attempts the look of absolute disgust and disgrace, <laughs> disgust and disgrace. Did you see that on Brandon Turner's face? It's 7:22. I would have loved to have been in his brain at that very moment. Dude looks so damn disappointed in those kids. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't even think I've looked give my kids that look. I mean, maybe I have. Maybe, yeah, they didn't see it, but you know, you have those moments. I think. I'm surprised he didn't, like, give them his board right then and there. You know, snatch away Wes's board as well. Or tell someone, all right, guys, hold on, hold on. We're going to have a quick meeting. Someone needs to give them a board. I'm giving them mine. These kids need to ditch these scooters. Give them a board right now. <laughs> he looks so disappointed. That's got to be a meme or something. That That's a permanent, at least in my brain, it's a permanent stamp <laughs> of disapproval that I'm going to use in, in future uh, posts or references or whatever on twitter but he had no problem keeping it real with those kids <laughs> oh, oh if you haven't seen the video go watch it you know what i'm talking about and then of course they had the first montage or smontaz or you know if you read it like the way they have the logo and all that they had a couple of those right you know Wes kramer had a, a sweet looking front three his i think his back foot came off a little bit but um do you see that he he did it And then he went straight into Beavis. You know, so it's about 16 minutes in, right? So if you pause it at 1624, you'll see what I mean. Front three to Beavis. You know, but I bet that one felt really good to land, though. Love front threes. And the back-to-back Wallies. Actually, it was a Wally to 180. So he did a regular one and a switch one. I'm still talking about Wes. Not the same day makes, though. You could tell by the – he was wearing different gear. But those could easily get overlooked because they're so hard to do. I mean, look how much he has to clear, how far he has to go to clear the bush. I mean, he hit that same spot last year, right? He just did regular, but he added 180s this time around to kind of spice it up. So, yes, same spot, spiced up a little bit. You know, that's fine. I accept that. That's cool. So, well done, Wes. And Alex Wilms, his whole damn part was fire. Is that 50-50 towards the end? deserved all three angles and that i thought i was thinking that should have been his ender though and it did it took my brain a second i think it was the second angle to register that there was a kink at the end of that too so ending with a buttery lip slide worked well for me but that 50 50 though that was huge and his face at twenty one oh eight, so 21 minutes and eight seconds that says it all that look we've all been there it's like, okay, crack open a cold one now. And then we have Alexis Ramirez. And my I'm checking my notes here. The guy's regular footed, right? Because sometimes I, I question, I doubt myself. Much like Brandon Turner. I'm like, dude, is he regular or switch? Well deserved final part. I mean the his progress over the last f- just a few years has been insane and very fun to watch. I mean he has way too many hammers to list. But here are some that stood out for me, okay? It was that pop shove it at 21 minutes and 40 seconds in. Are you kidding me? What was that, like six to eight feet over that bench? So high. Very nice. And he had that. He was a, It was a, hear me out. It's a, it's a mouthful as well. His back 50-50 to front 50-50 to front 50-50 at 2321 that had me hitting the rewind button. i was like wait how how'd you get enough speed for one how did you do that alexis and two i mean i think he was just messing with us at this point at that point watch it again there's a lot going on there it's at that loading dock it's like loading docks don't have a lot of clearance a lot of room and to go back front front that's so difficult so cool now I do have to give a trigger warning right now in this show you might want to skip ahead if you're very, if you get if you have, you know, end up throwing stuff with the whole front side backside debate because 25 minutes and three seconds I'm trying not to laugh I'm trying to uh, keep it keep it mellow people have lost jobs over this people have lost friends just take a deep breath if you've already seen the video you know what I'm talking about up the famous frontside backside spot that everyone that had people getting blocked and followed verbally assaulted on social media so that spot that was a beautiful backsmith yep that's what i'm calling it chef's kiss backsmith look at where he 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 enters and look how he's dipped that's just a beautiful beautiful backsmith not feeble not anything front side, backsmith. Well done, Alexis. I do gotta mention his ender though. You see how wobbly that rail was? <laughs> oh, man. No thanks. I mean, that thing was holding on with like bungee cords or someone's belt. Something was holding it together. That wasn't, that was actually the entire spot. That entire spot was under construction, but it didn't stop him from getting the make. I mean, he even gave a shout-out to that uh, security guard after celebrating. He's all, sorry, G, thank you. <laughs> that dude didn't care. He was looking at his phone the whole time. He's like, yeah, yeah, thanks, great, yeah, well, now beat it. Get out of here, man. I'm probably fired now. We're in the middle of a damn pandemic, and you got me fired because you wanted to land it. One more take, one more give, one more go. But I love how he slid into the fence backside, too. Yeah, that's another controversial. That's a backside slide into the fence because he's blind to it you know most of the time we do those front side right because you put your hands you know you can't see but you put your hands out to brace for impact not for lexus So he sticks his butt boom oh, all right cool yeah so all in all is a great video if you're not down with the skate mafia you you will be after this video it's only 27 minutes so it's not a full hour it's not 50 minutes i know they've done some lengthy videos in the past check it out and let me know your thoughts you know i gotta get a sip of water So yeah, as i'm staring it's right here the latest issue of thrasher mag obviously i want to cover not obviously but next up i want to talk about this it was a great it was a one pager it was called the pioneers first in black skateboarding so this, as I mentioned, is in the September 2020 issue. If you're listening to this a year from now, six months from now, or whenever, go back to that issue, and you know what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to list them all, but here are some ones that really, really stood out for me. I mean, it was such, it's such an inspiring list, but in, 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 in that same thought, too, it's a short list, and it needs to get bigger, Okay. So the first black pro skaters, Marty and Clyde Grimes, their brothers, was back in 1975. Going to age myself. That's my birth date. Yes. OG right here. So how cool is that? Especially for, you know, a first, right? The first pro board was Marty's. So his, his brother obviously didn't turn pro. Was It was a Z-Flex in 1979. So they turn pro, 75, four years later, get a name on the board. Would you guys do that this day and age? All right, man, we're going to turn you pro. But in four years, you're going to get your board. So it took him that long to finally get his name on the board. And that was fine. He was also, actually, he was one of the first pros, actually, first black skaters to get repeated coverage in the magazines, too. So he was a hot commodity back then you know, and if you remember, I mean, magazines were pretty much, pretty much it back then, yes, we had very minimal, well, I don't, I was born, I don't remember, but of the footage I've seen, it's not, you don't, you didn't have as much as you did today, there was no social media, definitely not as many videos coming out, so repeated coverage was very difficult to get, you know, and he was actually, um, Jay Adams, you know, very polarizing skater, many people, like, claim that he's the guy that got, them into skateboarding but he was his favorite skater to watch as well so shout out to hoodwood skateboards on that going back to my notes as well another this is from the article ron allen was the first to have a solo part in a skate video the first solo part just all him and that was an a street shackle me not Way back in 1988. And for all you young bucks, 88, 89 was right around the time, you know, when H Street was starting to kick butt. They were kicking ass, taking names. It's one of the most memorable times in skateboarding. Everything changed, like a huge momentum shift. They changed the game in such a short amount of time, things started getting really insane from then on. Everything got bigger, way more technical. And if you're like me, this is I'm speaking literally of my personal experience, If you were skating around then, you quickly found out if you are able, if you if you even had a chance to turn pro or not. If that was even a reality, because of the that was how quick, how quick everything just changed. Like, damn, skateboarding just got insane. It just got real. And I knew after that, after seeing that video, I would just be a lifelong fan of skateboarding, and that I would never turn pro. And it all worked out to the end. You know, I'm fine with my life. I'm not complaining at all. Everything works out the way it should. Everything happens for a reason. But it got insane. And Ron Allen helped lead the way. Dude is currently 56. He was recently in the Tampa Pro. Yeah, 56, Tampa Pro. Much respect, Ron. Much respect. And I'll be sure what I'll do, I'll include that, that clip or that link to his video part in the show notes. And take notice on a couple of things when you watch it. His air walks. I think he did an airwalk finger flip as well. He had the greatest airwalks. Him and Mike V are, are the two that come to mind for airwalks, not the shoes, of course, the trick. And peep those. Uh, <laughs> it was an H Street thing. <laughs> I think talking talking Schmidt. He talked about it on a, a podcast. The reason behind the whole knee shin pads. I need to go back and listen. I haven't listened to it yet, but it was an H Street thing. A lot of the guys were doing that. I tried it, because <laughs> you know, hey, you, you see the magazine, you tried or seen the video, you've tried. It just felt too weird. I'm like this bulky thing on my shin. Ah, nah, you know. But <laughs> but anyway, back to on track. Another thing to look at on Ron Allen's skating is pay attention to the obstacles he either ollies up, over, grinds. He has so had. i mean, actually he has. I think he still has, he still has got a lot of pop. But back then. Those boards were tanks. So 1988, fat boards, fat wheels, heavy trucks, dude had mad, mad pop. So check those three, just those cre- three key things when you watch that video. And one final item I wanna talk about from this list, Sal Barbier's 1994 Etney shoe was groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Name, Sal, Sal Barbier. You have a job or anything? No, ma'am, just a vagrant. So you know what I'm talking about. Classic, and that shoe was the one that I always wanted but never bought a pair. If that makes sense. I've always my a couple of my buddies had them, but I was and still am locked into skating Vans. Like I I just they feel they they're the best feeling skate shoes for me. I rock other brands shoes just going out to the store or whatnot, but it's always been Vans for me. I tried skating other brands, just nothing felt right. But I would still love to get a pair of these one day. But they're going. I looked last night, couple hundred dollars at least on eBay still, and they're not the right color. They have different colorways, but the white with the black. So the one they have, the picture they have in the the mag, those are the only ones to get. No need to at me on that one. It's a straight fact. Those are the only ones to get. All the others, no. And having that number twenty three on the bottom, you know, the bottom rear that made it look so nice and as as he mentioned in the past jordan got that number from him (laughs) you tell him sal you tell him so sure you know they did end up relaunching the shoe with a 20 on the bottom but the originals will always be where it's at if you have an extra pair and it's size 10 and you want to unload them i'll give you money for them just let me know i want a pair i i never had a pair i want to relive my childhood that i didn't get to experience with those shoes they're, they look so sweet. So that was another one to mention. So those are just a couple from the list that I wanted to talk about today. If you don't subscribe to Thrasher or say you can't see the mag or, you know, just hit me up. I'll, I'll send you the list or snap a pic for you. It's a really amazing list. Very inspirational. But one that I, I know, I'm not going to say I hope, I know this is going to continue to grow. Those are just three of the main ones. And it's only a page long. In, t- in 10 years, it's going to be two pages long. I'm predict- predicting it now. I'll talk about it on a future episode in 10 years. Thrasher or whatever mag's around in that time. Gonna have two, two pages worth of that info. So it's a very cool, very cool issue. Very inspirational. Go pick it up. Like I said, let me know. I'll send you a pick of that list. It's very cool. So that's all I got for today. Thanks for tuning in. As usual, keep an eye on nomanga.com. Sometimes I update the blog, sometimes I update the shop any either way i appreciate any and all support i appreciate it i appreciate it i appreciate it so thank you for your time i'll talk to you next week